What's going on, Bulls fans? You already know we got to talk about the Bulls' loss last night against the Toronto Raptors. Um, also, the Bulls' upcoming game tonight against the Indiana Pacers. We'll break that down and some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so I'm not going to be before you long today, and especially because, you know, we had the after game show last night. It was fun. You guys really have to, if you're not showing up to the uh, post-game live streams, you really do need to be there. It's a fun time sometimes, especially even when Bulls lose, we get off on, on separate tangents and everything like that. But nonetheless, uh, Bulls last night against the Toronto Raptors. What can I say and how can I categorize this game? The Bulls did not play well enough to win that game. The fact that the Bulls were even able to to be in position to possibly win the game at the end of that fourth quarter when they went up by two, um, had they got a, a defensive stop, they would have won that game. It's surprising enough in of itself. The fact that the Bulls lost in overtime did not surprise me at all, just in accordance to the way that they played last night in last night's game. 17 turnovers and a lack of, of offensive rebounding and uh, allowing second-chance points, that is always going to be a recipe for a loss against a team like the Toronto Raptors, against really any team in the NBA, especially if you turn the ball over in that manner. Um, and that's what the Bulls did last night. It's unfortunate. Yes, it sucks. But, you know, the, it, it happens. The Bulls, again, did not uh, face the zone defense very well, handle the zone defense very well. These are things that we've been talking about that the Bulls need to find a way to get a grasp on. And this coaching staff needs to better prepare this team to do. Um, Zach Levine, only 15 points in the game, 10 points in that fourth quarter. He only had four points in quarters, one through three. Uh, that definitely affected things as well. Um, so, you, you know, and Zach almost didn't play in last night's game. He was moved to, to from probable to questionable, and then he was eventually available for the game. But all those things aside, the Bulls just did not play the correct brand of offense or defense, really, to, to be able to win that game. And that's just what it boils down to. It's an unfortunate loss, um, but it is one that the Raptors won that game. And they, their players showed up in the fourth quarter, a big shot at the end of regulation from rookie Scotty Barnes, all that. Um, you know, they and they deserve to, to win that game. And that's what it boils down to. Yeah, you know, you're going to get people, especially with Kobe White's mistakes, that are going to blame the loss on Kobe, and it really wasn't wasn't that at all. Yes, he contributed to the loss absolutely in that with his mistakes. Rookies make mistakes, and this is the thing that I've been saying is sometimes we get caught up in how good Io DeSumo has been doing because he's been making rookie mistakes, and it came in this game. Um, would, would this game be different if we had Alice Caruso, if we had Lonzo Ball? Absolutely. But you can't make those excuses. we got to start making those excuses every time. This Bulls team has more than enough to compete with the teams that they've been facing. And they just, you know, they, they've they won, right? They've been winning. Um, But in a game like this, you can't really just blame it on who was out because at the end of the day, the Bulls should have been able to win that game. It should have played, had they played better, they would have definitely won that game. And that's what it really just boils down to. On a night where uh, Zach Levine was officially announced as an all-star reserve, we already expected that. Like I said, if Zach wasn't named, we would have rioted. Uh, but with that being said, you, you, you wanted to see a bigger team, uh, a bigger show out from this team. And we didn't get it. It's unfortunate. Dust it off. Move on to the next game. And the next game against the Indiana Pacers, the Bulls have Kobe White, which is unexpectedly to be questionable, and Zach Levine. Now, I did say in the in the postgame show yesterday, I fully expect Zach Levine not to play tonight. I, you know, that's just where I stand personally. I don't expect him to play tonight, especially since they almost didn't play him um, just yesterday. And in fact, of what we have coming up after this game, the fact that we have Philly and Phoenix on back-to-backs, this will be the game to rest Zach Levine at. Now, Kobe White with his abductor injury, um, I said that's a little bit surprising. Haven't really heard anything about Kobe playing um, with any kind of toughness or anything like that. So, you know, but at the end of the day, if, if the Bulls even do 
lose tonight against the Pacers. It is what it is. They need to prepare for a test that they have coming up on national TV, and hopefully we'll get better showings from them on national TV against the Sixers and against Phoenix, period. That's just what it boils down to. But like I said, without all of that, um, you, you want to see players get rest. You want to see them do that. I was really hoping that the Bulls were going to be able to play. Um, the Toronto was really tough to where they were going to be able to rest Zach Levine in that fourth quarter last night. Didn't happen. We ended up needing those 10 points from him very well just to, just to get into overtime. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to see a lot of players possibly get some rest between now and the All-Star break, just period. And they're going to be gearing up to really go at it very hard after the All-Star break. When does Lonzo come back? When does Caruso comes back? What moves do they make? Patrick Williams coming in. Does he come back? All those questions remain to be answered, and we'll see what this team does um, in those in, in, with those situations. One thing that I do want to talk about as well before we leave, Benny Donovan's chances to be the coach at the All-Star game. The Bulls, if they win the next two games, he will be locked in to coach um, the All-Star game. So, you know, it's not of a big thing for me. I mean, it's good to, to have him, at, you know, and I know a lot of people really – Caught up on Bulls having the number one seed, and, and that matters to them a lot right now in this current time in the season. Um, but I do want to acknowledge, you know, if Billy Donovan does end up being the coach at the All-Star game, hats off to him. If not, we know why. So, And that's what it really what it boils down to. Um, one thing that I also do want to point out is that Bulls, uh, <laughs> 76% of their defensive rebound, they rebound at a defensive rate of 76% with Vooch out there. And this is for some of the Vooch haters. Uh, the Bulls dropped to damn near league low at 70% of defensive rebounds when Vooch is not out there. We know what offensive rebound is still a thing that we need. We know that we need, and hopefully we're going to pick up um, somebody at the trade deadline or, or buyout market that's going to help with that. But again, this just goes to show Vooch had an amazing game last night, and it sucks that we wasted a, a great Vooch game and a loss, but you know, it kind of is what it is. Next thing I want to talk about is trade rumors. One of the things with this channel, you guys know, I don't do very heavy trade rumors, especially like... The ones early in the season where they're all <clears throat> just a bunch of speculation. And I don't want to be like some of the channels that literally do the clickbait titles with the thumbnails about trade candidates. I know I talked about the Denny Schroeder one because that was how that was reported. And I wanted to, to talk about that one. And anytime that it's re re reported from a reputable source, I will probably touch on it and talk about it. Things that this season, especially when Patrick Williams went down, they got so out of control with trade rumors. I just decided I wasn't going <clears> to <throat> talk about them at all. Coming down the stretch here. And I want to explain why I don't really talk about trade rumors and why, especially right now, most trade rumors right now are BS. A lot of writers, especially for websites, um, they know that every team, especially if you're a contending team, if you're a team that you feel like you're a step away, hell, if you're a team that has a player that you're just over, every fan of a team right now is watching. They're clicking everything they see, anything to do with trades. I already talked about how I feel like the Denny Schroeder trade is bullshit. Um, but I just feel like, especially right now, most trade rumors are BS. Unless it comes from one of the beat reporters covering your team, usually there's not much there. There are some off off times where it is, but usually if there's if there's some fire where where there's smoke at, um, it usually some of the beat writers will report on it. And what, considering Crowley, uh, Cowley even said, you know, the this front office plays things so close to the chest, it's tough to know what they're going to do. Anything that comes out with Bulls are quote unquote interested in this, they're going to do. I just personally don't believe it. That's why I feel like most trade rumors right now are bullshit. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to continue to monitor it. We know uh, we're gearing up six days from now on the trade deadline day. I will be having a, a live trade deadline special. It'll start an hour before the trade deadline. It'll end an hour after the trade deadline. And we'll be breaking down everything with the trades that day. We'll be talking about it. everything from every team, how it affects the Bulls standings, what what player, what other teams around the Bulls in the, East, in the Eastern Conference do. We'll cover all of that then. Um, 
so yeah, I just wanted to get that. I've been getting a lot more questions on why I don't do, especially like during the live streams, why I don't answer a lot of questions when it comes to trade rumors. It's just that's just the reason. I feel like a lot of them are just bullshit in my opinion. But we'll see. Especially when we because of the front office that we have and how tight lipped they are, I really just tend not to believe much of it and don't think that there's uh much to most of it. But you know, we'll see. We're very shortly going to see what is going to happen and what moves this Bulls team is or is not going to make. And I can't wait to see what this front office does. In AK and Eversley, I trust very well, and I hope this fan base continues to do as well. Um, but that's it. I know there's also some things about Kobe and XYZ. We'll get into all that. Um, as, as some housekeeping notes, as many of you know who've been in the live stream, I will not have a halftime hangout or a post-game live at all today. I apologize for that. Um, just, just due to real life. Uh, the next time you guys will see me won't be until until I'm on Windy City Breeze on Sunday. That'll be the next time you guys see me. Then I'll do a halftime hangout and a post game over here on this channel. So other than that, enjoy you guys this weekend. Be safe, especially if you're in the Midwest and dealing with these snowstorms as we are here. Uh, let me know what you guys think about everything that was said down below. Your thoughts, your feelings, everything. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text or voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. Like I like to end everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break, Break Media. Media.